AM 570 KLAC, 98.7 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. An LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. Let's do it. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. We'll talk about Kenley here in a second. We'll get to it. We have to. We have no choice. Apologies to Kenley and to Dodger fans, but we, we do have to talk about that, Rodney. I know. I know. But uh, what what we want to start with here real quickly, because it happened in like the last 40 minutes, the NFL came out and said, here you go. If a game has to be postponed and cannot be made up because a team with unvaccinated players catches COVID, that team will forfeit the game and face all financial penalties. You will get a loss yeah. if unvaccinated players on your team turn up positive, and infect the entire team. That's that's how they're going to do it now. If a team has unvaccinated players, somebody gets COVID, there's an outbreak, others test positive, and they can't play the game, the team with the unvaccinated player will forfeit the game and basically make up all the money that is lost. What do you think of that? Right. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's right. I mean, think about all the... the the implications if you have to forfeit the game because you can't play not only not just can't play because there's a, there's a positive outbreak but we're talking about players that are not vaccinated right and then they're also saying that you know you're not going to get paid for that game either for that week if you if you have to forfeit that game so um there's a, there's a lot of peer pressure involved here and we talked about this off the air Fred like okay you can you can do whatever you want to do you can decide not to get vaccinated yet that's your human right you can do whatever you want to do but but we are a private business and this is what we require out of our employees in order to perform on the field in order to perform and come in our building i know there are some clubs you can't even come in the building unless you've been vaccinated now and i know that that turns political with a lot of folks but um if you're a private business and you stand to lose millions and millions and maybe billions of dollars because you can't play Week in and week out, you don't have enough players to field a team. That affects the bottom line, and when it affects the pocketbook, that's and then it affects other players, then they have every right. So, yeah, you don't have to get vaccinated. You just can't play for us. Well, and I think the other side of it would be people would argue, yeah, you, you're forcing me to do something I don't want to do. You're making me do this. I don't want to do it. You're making me do it. It's peer pressure. Well, It's organizational pressure. I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. I okay. won't do it. All right. Don't do it. But go find some place else for employment if you don't want to do it. You don't want to wear a suit and tie to work every day. Okay. You don't have to. You can wear shorts, T-shirt, whatever you want to do. But that's not our code. That's not our That's not our policy. So you can do that somewhere else. I mean, Cole Beasley has been. And his face popped up every time they're talking yeah, about it. He's been an outspoken proponent of it. I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I will not do it. It goes against everything I believe in. I have my reasons. That's fine. He can have reasons. Yeah. He can have those reasons. Would you move him right now? 
In other words, okay, you don't have to get vaccinated, but now we know what's at stake. We know what the penalty will be if we test positive for this and we yeah. can't play. Look, let's let's be honest. Look, it's not it, life is not fair. And if we're talking Cole Beasley saying this as opposed to Tom Brady decides to take a stance, say I'm not getting vaccinated. They figure out a way to work around Tom Tom Brady not being vaccinated. Okay, Tom, we'll just isolate you. We will work around that and we'll deal with it. Whereas Cole Beasley, I, they can say, yeah, you know, we'll find somebody else. No, you know, do do what you want to do, but we'll find somebody else. So you really think it'll come down to that? Yeah, if it start, if it does, the first time it affects a team or or a game. Oh yeah. Uh, you'll see every team start cutting guys or d- dismissing guys that are not vaccinated because they don't want to be put in that position. How does that apply, do you think, Rodney, to everyday life, all businesses? I mean, at NBC, for example, they cannot ask you if you're vaccinated. Can't. Yep. They're not allowed to because, again, the vaccine was approved for emergency use. It hadn't been approved completely yet. Emergency use. Once it's approved, if the FDA comes out and says it's good to go, even though everybody who's going to get it's got it, uh, then they can ask you point blank. Yeah. But until that point in time, at NBC at least, they can't. I don't think they can ask you here. Yeah. But they can, you have to have a valid, I guess, reason if you're not or don't want to get it, right? Other than I just don't believe in it. You have to have a valid reason. I mean, I know, you know, in schools, there's, there's pressure. There's a lot of controversy over the years in schools about kids not being able to go in, in you know, school and and get vaccinated um and there was you know there there are a lot of a lot of people that don't believe in timing of of vaccination like a three or four or five year old kid getting you know vaccinated at that age a lot of people a lot of parents don't believe in that i get it i understand that um because bodies are not totally developed but we're talking about adults coming into a workplace then you got a choice to make, especially if it's a private business to say, look, this is our code and, and it's not just about you. It's about everybody else. So you're free to work at a place that doesn't require you to do that. But here, this is this is our policy. And if you saw all the NFL teams start that, do you think mm-hmm. people would turn around and go, now I am being singled out? I'm being ostracized? Of course, of course. There's always going to be that element of it that people are, you're, you're, you're violating my human rights. But so is drug testing, right? People, you have to get drug tested if you're in the league. Can you step up and go, I don't want to be drug tested. You're violating my rights. I'm not going to get drug tested. You know, you have to do that. Uh, you have to now wear a seatbelt. You have to wear a helmet if you're riding a motorcycle. I mean, there are things that have been put into society to protect people from themselves and that was one of them. There was a, you know, argument, especially from bikers. You remember when that happened, when the when the helmet law came into place? A lot of bikers were really, really against it. Yet it's, I can't tell you, I don't know the stats, but I'm sure it saved thousands and probably millions of lives by people wearing a helmet while they're riding a motorcycle. All right. That's how the NFL is going to play it. And it happened about 35 minutes ago, so we wanted to get that on. Now, uh, last night, the Dodgers. And... Quite frankly, that was bad. There's no two ways around it. That, that was really bad. Yes. You had the lead. You're going to tie the Giants for first place. Yeah. And then that happens. It was yeah. bad. Julio's pitching an unbelievable game. Yep. I mean, he gave up the home run early, but then settled in. And it, like, we, like we've 
become accustomed to Julio. He struggles early, early in games, and then he settles in and he's lights out, which he was. I mean, two to one ball game into the ninth, and you give up a two run home run to 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 fall behind. Tough to take, tough to take, and it's amplified because you're in a in a dogfight with the Giants for first place, and this would have put you in first place, and to lose it in that fashion. It, that hurt, and it hurt a lot of people in that moment, including, obviously, the fans who let Kenley know. Yeah, uh, people just let him have it. They yeah. started booing him, and that's tough. He didn't go out there. He didn't wake up in the morning and go, man, I hope it's a 2-1 game in the ninth, and I hope Dave gives me the ball. I hope I go out there and just groove one, let him hit it out against me, mm-hmm. and we lose. That's what I want to do today. That's my goal. When I wake yeah. up, that's what I'm planning on doing. Good chance that didn't happen. Uh, and be fair. You know, if you can remove your bias from the past about Kenley, Kenley's not had a bad year. No, he was actually kind of rebounded. We talked about it often before the All-Star break and throughout the first part of this year that he is back. He's back to Kenley. He's pitching angry, right? He's, his velocity was up. Everything was up, and he was play, he was pitching well. And But it's it's all it takes is one game like last night to remind people the struggles that he's had over the last couple of years. Yeah, but I, I, it, it's he's had him over the last couple of years. Been okay this year. Yeah. He's been all right. He's done a nice job. I mean, there there could have been an argument made. He could have been an all-star. Right. So that's the kind of year he's had. And then the cascade and the chorus of boos. They're yeah. booing Kenley on the mound. Look, Kenley, we don't need to defend him. He's a big boy. He can defend himself. He's a grown man. Yeah. But to boo that guy, and we've talked about this in the past, your own guy. To stand there and let him have it after something like that. Honestly, I I, I understand the frustration. I said in the yeah. tease, I was the exact same way. I saw that ball go out of the park. I went, damn it, Kenley. Right. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, I did too. We all did. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, Kenley. Right. Yeah. That's it. That, that's what I just started screaming, boo, at the yeah. TV. Yeah. You know? And I just think it's really harsh. When you start booing your own guys. Now, you want to boo a guy for lack of effort? I can sign yeah. off on that. Not giving 100%? I get yeah. that too. But not a guy that made a mistake like that. Not that guy. Because it's not going to do him much good, by the way. Yeah. That's not going to help him. And He's you not know it's not because, because of a of lack of effort or right. lack of, of wanting to. You know, it'd be similar. Uh, are, are you going to... You know, Cody Bellinger, struggling. I mean, really struggling right now. Uh, you know, he's 0 for 3 at the plate his last time up. Is he he strikes out? Are you going to boo him as he walks back to the dugout? I mean, that's kind of almost the equivalent of it. It's, it's you know, not quite losing the game, but he's struggling, not doing well, not performing well. So if a guy doesn't perform in that moment, are you going to boo him? Boo your own guys. I, I, I never liked that. Look, I and, and we'll get calls of people saying, well, I paid my money. I get the right to boo. Absolutely. I can do whatever. I can voice my opinion. I get all that. Of course, of course you can do in this country. You can do whatever you want to do. That's absolutely cool. And, and I understand that. But this is also your home team. And you do want your home guys to perform well and have confidence going back out there that they got the fan support. The reason why you love playing at home is because you have your fan support, you know, and hopefully win, lose, or draw, you got that fan support. You know, what what we talked about often, which was I think was just ridiculous and, and was a terrible thing, 
is before somebody actually performs. Pedro Baez. Pedro Baez. As soon as the gate opened, the fans would start booing. I think that was uncalled for, and it was just lack of hometown support. And it was ugly and was bad, and I, I didn't like it from, from Dodger fans. But, you know, in the moment, I get why people, like, you just gave up the, the game winner to the hated Giants, and people voiced their frustrations. So I do get it to that point. I just don't like, you know, in the moment of the game, booing your home team. And people will call, and we'll open yeah. the lines next segment. People are going to call and say exactly what you said. I paid my money. I have my right. I'm yeah. frustrated. I didn't like that. I can do whatever I want. I mean, within reason. Yeah. It's not throwing stuff, <laughs> you know, standing up and like, you know, cussing the guy out. You can't do that. But I can boo. That's perfectly all right. I'm just saying it's harsh when you boo your own guys. I mean, as a guy that played in Philadelphia, you know all oh, about yeah. that. People we get booed. Boo. We get booed when we're winning. <laughs> we, we get booed. You know, if if you go three and out, you got booed in Philadelphia. You know, you didn't get a first down, you got you got booed. Um, so yeah, it, it it happens in certain cities. They take on that personality, and that's what they do. Um, but I just in the midst of a game that you're still trying to win, um, for your hometown to boo you. You know, after the game's over, you're walking off, every team's walking off the field, like, you know, probably that's a little bit, okay, they lost the game in that fashion. Let's We're going to voice our, our displeasure. But, there's, you know, they're booing them as you're walking off the mound. There's still game left. So as as a home team and the home, you know, the players are like, they're booing our own guy. We're in our own stadium booing our own guy. We need we, – we're trying to still come back and win this thing, and our fans have turned on us. Dave Roberts talked about it afterwards when he was asked about Kenley getting booed. It does. It does. Um, uh, this guy is a lifelong Dodger, and I, I think to start is the fans certainly have a, have a right to, you know, voice their uh, frustrations, and absolutely. Um, I get that, um, but I do believe that this guy, uh, born and raised as a Dodger, you know, and what he does, um, he cares about the Dodgers, the fan base, and he's shown that on the field, off the field, and, and no one hurts more than he does, to be quite honest. And um, he's worked really hard to kind of get back and should have been an all-star this year, and he's had a fantastic season. So uh, there was a hiccup the other night, and to have one at home, uh, he was looking forward to pitching at home. And, and so for it to not go well, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed to hear that, certainly. He's not going to say it, but uh, I am, yeah. Yeah, uh, it is. It's it's disappointing when you have that at home. And that's, like I said, hopefully this doesn't carry over to the next time he comes out to pitch or close out a game that they boo before he gets started. Because that's that's terrible. That's just it, it really is. It just doesn't doesn't show any kind of encouragement. If you're really rooting for the Dodgers, like say you're a real Dodger fan and you're rooting for the team to win, why are you booing the guy that's trying to come in and win the game for you? or save the game for you. That just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so here's what we'll do. Uh, if you were there last night, you can certainly weigh in. If you heard it on the radio or watch it on TV, you're more than welcome to contribute. And if you have an opinion on it, we would welcome that as well. 866-987-2570. First, do you agree with booing Kenley last night? That's the simple part of it. Do you agree? Gave up a game-winning home run to the Giants. Painful to watch. A dagger a stake through your heart, however you want to look at it. It was bad. It was just bad. 
Do you agree? Would you boo? Is that all right? That's part one. Part two of the question will be, should you boo your own guys, period? 866-987-2570. All right, that's us on a throwback Thursday. Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan, and a big special happy birthday to my man George Clinton. Parliament, Funkadelic, Psychedelic, George Clinton. How old? I don't know. How old is George Clinton, Ronnie? 74. 74. You know, we're talking about guys. He's doing good, though, I hear. He was having some issues before, but I hear he's, he looks good and is doing good. All right, before the break, we were talking about booing your own guys. We're going to start taking the calls here in a second. But we were talking during the break about guys getting booed. And, Rodney, you were telling me that even if it's not you specifically, it does affect all the players on the team. Oh, yeah. Because you're a family, number one, when you're in that clubhouse, locker room, and you've been with guys through spring training, training camp, um, practicing. You, you feel like these are the guys that you're going to war with and going to battle with. And so you feel their pain. You feel the, their joy at the same time. So when, you know, when, when one of your teammates is basically your family members getting booed by the crowd, you feel that as a player. It may not be you directly, but I guarantee you Justin Turner and uh, Max Muncy and, and Cody Bellin, Chris Taylor, those guys that are out there playing, um, feel it and, 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 and are bothered by it when one of their own gets booed. All right, well, let's see. So the question was, booing Kenley last night. And, and the second part of the question is, should you boo your own guys? Ryan and Garden Grove, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Yeah, that was. I went to the game last night, and that was pretty pathetic. It was, it was honestly pretty sad as everyone was booing. I was just sitting there like surreal, looking around the stadium, just ridiculous. The boos for Kenley were louder than the ones in the original home run in the very beginning, or the even announcement of the lineup for the Giants. And I just, I mean, I was frustrated and get everyone's frustration, but it definitely brings down the team. They busted their butt. And now they got to work twice as hard just to get another run, if possible. But weren't able to do that. And you just see the frustration as Kenley walked off. And it was honestly pretty sad to watch. But that's all I got to say. It's pretty sad. Appreciate yeah. it, Ryan. Thanks. Ryan, I, I like that. I mean, because you can you can feel the frustration. You know he's frustrated. Fans are frustrated because, you, you know, Dodgers have some of the most passionate fans out there. Uh, but you don't have to necessarily vocalize it and boo your own your own team all it does and i tell you on the other side all it does is fire up the other team the other team is love giants are loving that loving every minute of it when you when they when you can get the home crowd to boo their own team that is something that motivates you as opposing team julie you were there last night julian silver lake what do you think hi yeah, I I'm I'm with Ryan. I it was it was frustrating and I was unfortunately I was sitting around a bunch of giant fans who were just chirping and talking all kinds of stuff and, and everything like that and They were you know, Julie, they were? It, were they chirping? Were you chirping right back with them? No. I <laughs> I withheld myself. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't agree with booing, but I'm I'm not that type of a fan. I'm gonna cheer my guys on, my team home team on no matter what. I I I like Ryan, I felt the frustration from everyone. You know, um I'll I'll boo Buster Posey, I'll boo the Giants, I'll boo the Astros, I'll boo Philadelphia Phillies, I'll boo San Diego, but I will never ever boo the Dodgers. Julie, thanks for the call. I, like I appreciate that. that. Yeah. Uh, let's go uh, 
Gabriel in Fullerton. Gabriel, go ahead. Hey, Fred Ryan, thanks for taking my call. Um, dude, everyone has the right to do whatever they want when they go to the to the stadium, you know. I get everyone's frustration, but I guess I would boo depending on the severity of the crime. Kenley Jansen's lost a game once before, you know, and to me it isn't that big of a deal. But, uh, nah, man, don't boo, boo your own team. It's just, it's already deflating as it is, you know, not being able to find a freaking bat on this team last night. It was like three runs. Horrible, man. So, yeah, I get the frustration, but no booing your team. Thanks, Gabriel. Appreciate that. He's right. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you you can do whatever you want. You can. Nobody's saying. And why is it just the pitchers that really get booed? I mean, like you said, you've seen guys get booed that don't hustle or make a bonehead play or 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 not, you know, running out a a ground ball or fly ball. But are you going to start booing guys that are having are struggling at the play? Like I mentioned with with Cody Bellinger, if he strikes out and he's still struggling, he's in a buck fifty right now, and you know you want to encourage him to kind of get back to to Cody that we've seen. MVP Cody and, and booing him is not going to help. So are you going to boo the batter, the hitter, if he's 0 for 4 and, and continues to struggle? Why is it just the pitchers? You know, I've got a theory on Cody Bellinger. Should I tell you now? No. You don't want to hear my theory? No. Hold that theory. You, hold want, that. you want me to hold that theory? I want to hold that theory. I'll, I'll bring it back to you. Let's keep it going. All right, yeah, bring it back later. Yeah, I will. Because I, I do have a, a theory. Daniel. I, I got a feeling that's a long discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be that long. That I'm going to poo-poo. Yeah, I think you will poo okay. No, I, I think okay. you will, to okay. be honest with you. I really do. <laughs> All right, good. But I actually have given this a lot of thought. I like that. I All like when you start throwing out those theories. All right, I'm gonna, we'll do it later. Okay. All right, Daniela in Canoga Park, go ahead. Hi, I wasn't at the game. I was at home watching the game, but I'm not uh, – I don't agree with the booing. I think it's pretty ridiculous, and if anything, it's really demotivating to Kenley or to the entire team. Whatever um, hopes or whatever, I don't know, energy he had, positive thinking going into it is just gone. And no matter how bad any player is performing, I'm still going to cheer because at the end of the day, they're a doctor player. All right, Daniela, thanks for the call. Yeah, so you're booing Kinley as he's going off, and then, you know, was it Victor Gonzalez came in, right? Yeah. So he's coming in to booze because he's hearing Kinley booing. He's like, oh, man, I, I... I better do well right here. He's added pressure to do well because they're going to boo me too. And then he got squeezed. Yeah. He got squeezed with the call and, you know, another run scores. And, you know, so it it could be a rippling effect. But like you said, it has an effect not just on the guy that you're booing, but his teammates as well. All right, Steve in L.A. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I don't think, Fred, it's so much about booing uh, Kenley Jansen. It's about booing Dave Roberts and his inability to push the right buttons with the closer at the end of the game. Blake Trinan had only made eight pitches. And the only two reasons we won't win a World Series is because of health and Dave Roberts' inability to manage a bullpen late in games. He's terrible. We have one of the worst records in one-run games and in overtime. Dave Roberts is the guy who should be booed. Okay, Steve, uh, thanks for the call. Yeah, oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> we had to get one, didn't we? <laughs> we did. We did. We had to get one in there. Yes, yes. It's Dave Roberts' fault. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's. No matter what the facts say, or what somebody said, it, it, they always go back to Dave Roberts. Well, in you the know. games that Kenley did close them out, yeah, and didn't serve up a fat one, yeah, was is Dave Roberts to be commended? Right. Dave Roberts deciding to go with Julio during the World Series to close out games. Does that do you boo him there too? Right, or was that a good decision? Was that a good decision? 
And the Dodgers will never win a World Series. They just won one. <laughs> the Dodgers will never win the World Series, except for the one they won last year. Right. Right? But as long as Dave Roberts is the manager, they'll never win one. They'll never win a World Series, despite the fact they won one last year. Okay, Anthony in East L.A. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, how's it going? Um, I booed my guys before, so I'd be hypocritical to say no. But they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have booed Jansen yesterday. That was a good switch they put in Buster Posey, and I mean he doesn't do good against them. They got to give him more than two runs. Yeah, that's that was for a sure. one run need actually. Yeah, no, you're right about that, Anthony. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. Yeah, at least he said I'm not going to be hypocritical here. Yeah, and I get it. You feel that, and in, in the way, look, just because you you're upset and you're angry doesn't mean you have to vocalize it and say, I'm going to boo my own guy because there's still game left. Right. There's game left. It's not, I mean, how many times we saw it the night before where they're down, Will Smith hits the walk off, right? So there's still game left, but when you're booing your own guy before the game's over with, you know, it's like, man, we got my home crowd is all, is booing our own guys, you know? So you're not going back up to the plate in the bottom of the ninth going, Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. You know, we're fighting. We got the best fans. Let's go fight for our fans. Let's go. They just booed our own guy, and we still got a game left. Right. And in L.A. And thanks for holding. Go ahead. Hey. Yeah. Thanks. I was really excited prior to the season opening because I thought they actually got rid of Jensen. I'm not a big fan. I always get nervous when he comes in. I have to leave the room. I think that Billy is, you know, not necessary. But as fans in the stand, I don't know how else they're going <laughs> to communicate the fact that he is just not – I don't think he can pull it off the rest of the season. I'm already nervous thinking about him doing the playoffs. Like, I hope D- – Dave, I, I'm just like – I think it's on his shoulder more than anything on the pitcher. And the pitcher does – uh, have a lot of responsibilities on his shoulders. It's terrible to put that on him, but I mean, yeah, the booze are not good, but it's definitely a way to have the fans communicate to whoever's making the decision on who's yep. going to be on the mound. Uh, it's just not the right choice. But they didn't boo. So, they, didn't, anyway. they didn't boo him when he came out. They no. booed after the performance. And, and thanks for the call. We appreciate right. you listening, and, and we mean that. Thanks so, so much. So if they were, they didn't like the decision. Then they would have booed when he came out of the bullpen, but they booed after the performance. Yeah, which, it, which how do you put that on? You know, on Dave Roberts, he's on the team. And, and again, it's it's not like they didn't make adjustments last year during the World Series. That's the point, Rodney. Because they, that, you know, no, that's the whole point, right? Right. And we knew going into this year that yeah. we're going to give Kenley the ball. Yeah. Until or unless Kenley couldn't perform. Right. We knew that going in. That, you knew that at the very beginning. We're going to give him the ball and let him go. We believe in him. If we have to make an adjustment, we're going to make an adjustment. Nobody ever said he's the closer every game all right. year long. And in the postseason. And yeah. in the postseason. Yeah. No one ever, ever suggested that. Uh, let's go Adam in L.A. Adam, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Thank you for taking my call. Um, let's uh, Let's keep it. Let's keep it what it is. Um, I mean, he's been a great pitcher for us. And I think Dodger fans, we expect too much. And I've been caught up in that situation. But in all reality, it's like he's 
he's done everything that he's been asked to do. So Kenley, much love. We're gonna get it done. Um, I, I don't understand why Laker fans, Dodger fans. I mean, we get caught up in this thing where we we feel privileged or something. I don't get it. But anyway, God bless everybody. Much love. All right, appreciate the call. That's a good point, though. You know, and and I love. Look, I'm an LA guy. I support our LA teams. I don't want LA to win. I'm I'm like, look, I'm a I'm a I'm a Laker Dodger fan, but when the Lakers were out, I was I was rooting for the Clippers, and I'm the same thing. My SC folks don't like me saying this, but I root for I was rooting for UCLA in March Madness when 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 SC was out of it. I was rooting for UCLA, so I want to see my LA teams do well. But yeah, there's a level of privilege here in LA, especially with Laker and Dodger fans. Edgar and Compton, appreciate you holding. What do you think? Hey guys. Um, I- I personally don't boo the team, and I think I'm going to accept. I mean, I'm going to upset uh, a Dodger Nation. Is anybody who accepts anybody who boos the team is pretty much a low IQ because it is a very long season, and they're going to be stretches. I mean, we're a game behind the first place Giants that have been firing on all cylinders all season long. Meanwhile, the Dodgers have dealt with injury after injury after injury, and a couple of players who can't even hit water if they fell off a boat. So everybody should just relax. It's all part of the game. Today is a new game, and hopefully they win today, and they keep on chilling along. That's pretty much, that's pretty much my point I'm trying to make. No, right. I think you made it well. And he made a Tommy Lasorda reference. Couldn't hit water if it fell out of a boat. Yeah, we know that one all yeah. too well. Yeah. Crazy sniffable. On uh, booing your own team, the answer is simple. Would Vin Scully boo? No. No, of course he wouldn't boo. He'd never boo. No, of course not. All right, John in L.A. What John, would Vin do? What would Vin do? John in L.A., go ahead. Thanks you know, for holding. It must be a wave of the voices of reason because I feel the same way as last few callers. I mean, look at the entitled attitude. of Dodger. Do they realize, not all Dodger fans, a lot of Dodger fans, do they realize we have the second best record in all of baseball? Yeah. I mean, come on. We have three out of five starting pitchers injured two out for the season okay so oh, well in Bowers case that's something else but still we lost three starting pitchers this team is doing phenomenal for the, the variables they have to deal with i think of any john uh sorry we lost you but yeah. i he makes, he makes a valid a point. point put it in perspective right yeah i mean you're down three pitchers you Mookie's haven't had hurt. a full Seager's lineup not yeah. playing yeah. right you just got bellinger back from being injured um you know, guys have been in and out of the lineup all season long, and yet you're still fighting for first place. You want to hear my Bellinger plan? Okay, let's go. You want to hear it right now? Yeah, go, 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 go. Do you? <laughs> like Adam, Adam's like, oh, really? All right, let, no. Let me set the let me set the clock. All right, here we go. It'll be really brief. <laughs> It'll be really brief. All right, I want to hear it. So this is your Bellinger theory. Yeah. Do we need music for this? Do we no, need an intro for this? No, I think we're fine. I, I don't know you. I don't know if you're gonna like it, but I'm gonna say it. Okay. Uh, I think I'd sell high. I think I'd sell high. I think if I could make that's a, your Bellinger theory. I'd trade him. I thought you had Bellinger theory as to why he's struggling, but yeah, no, because, you're, you're, he's struggling because he hasn't been hitting and he really didn't hit last year. Wait, 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 wait. I trade him, that, Adam. Did you get that? Can we repeat that? He's struggling because he hasn't been hitting. Right, and he, didn't, he didn't really hit last year. That's profound, Fred. He's struggling because he hasn't been hitting. Right. I'm sending this to Bob for promos right now. <laughs> No, Nobody's I'm struggling you. because he hasn't been hitting. Yeah, but he really didn't hit last year. I have to tell you, I think I would sell high, and I think if there's a guy like 
a, a really quality pitcher that you can get at the deadline, that'd be my guy. I would move Bellinger. I was thinking mm-hmm. that last night watching him. Yeah. I mean, he had his MVP year. The first half was very good. If Christian Yelich doesn't get hurt, Yelich is probably the MVP that year. Don't take it away from Cody. He got it. Yeah. And that's great. He hasn't been hitting. Who's kidding who? Who, who are we trying to fool here? He hasn't been hitting, and he really didn't hit much last year. So, Fred, are you saying keep Seager, trade Bellinger? No, get no, no, no. That's that's entirely different. We're not. That's not the 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 question here. The question now becomes: if you've got to move somebody to get a quality arm, if you can, if at you the can deadline, throw Cody Bellinger in the mix to get a big time arm coming in here at the trade deadline, you'd say you'd do it. I would do it now. If you're going to go get Max Scherzer, you got to figure out if you can sign him again. I mean that that mm. you have to figure out. But, but if that's if it comes down to we want Bellinger it, it, to, to to make the Scherzer deal work, then you're saying absolutely. I would trade him, yeah. I would do it. And I know that probably would upset a lot of people and everybody loves Cody. I get it. But if you look at it strictly from a performance standpoint, the guy's not hitting. He didn't hit last year. I'm not so sure he'll ever hit like he did. What's the danger in this move? You send him to Washington and he wins a triple crown. <laughs> that's the danger right that's the danger then you're really pissed off yeah then you're you know that's the line of the shields like, for Pedro Martinez I know that but and the other side of it is this you go well we can't lose his defense he's a great defensive player yes he is don't okay. lose sight of that either I'm not losing yeah. sight I'm with you 100% he's a great defensive player but we can replace the defense a little better than we can a guy hitting a buck 50 we need a guy that can hit that's critical now do they have anybody on the team that you can plug in? Is A.J. Pollock going to replace him? A.J.'s been playing well. Right. That's what I'm saying. But here's my thing with that. It, it's not as if you don't have enough guys around him and on this team that can hit, that can give you offense. We haven't seen it this year because it would pretty much because the Dodgers have not been consistent with, with players in the lineup. And, and it's not just – Players in the lineup. I mean, we've seen Mookie struggle. We've seen uh, Justin Turner struggle a bit, but although he's been most consistent, he and Max Muncie um, and, and and Chris Taylor. Don't forget about him. But they've got enough guys around around Cody to kind of make up for his lack of offense. Now, if he is the guy that you're depending on, and he is the guy that is struggling, you don't have anybody else. You know, you've got Cody and two other guys that's your offense. Then yeah, you got to really consider making you know thinking about that. But you can live right now, and hopefully he can get back on track. But you can live right now with him not hitting, because you do have other guys that that when they are healthy, it's a pretty potent lineup. I think you have to sell high, because if this continues, he's his value is going to drop. Just because he won doesn't mean he's yeah. winning now. Just because he won the MVP doesn't mean he is an MVP now. No, I, I get that. I understand that. That's a valid argument, that that his value is is still high in the perception of everybody's mind, and he's still young, so you probably could get a lot for him. But if he continues to struggle this year and say he struggles first part of next year, then, then yeah, the value and the perception on Cody drops down. Yeah, so you would sign off on that move? No. <laughs> you just... <laughs> I said it's a valid argument. It's not something I would do. Even if you acknowledge that I have a valid argument, it's a very good day for me. <laughs> because normally, <laughs> normally my arguments don't carry Usually much I weight. I shut it down right away, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. That's a win for me today. 
All right, let's do a couple more calls, and we'll take a break. Let's go uh, Rick and Burbank. Go ahead, Rick. Hey, uh, I, was, I was at two games so far in this series, and, uh, yeah, i got to say it was really disrespectful last night with the boost for Kenley. Um, I, I swear, sitting in the crowd, uh, unfortunately I went to Monday and the Wednesday game, so maybe I'm the bad luck charm. Uh-oh, maybe but, it's uh, boo you. <laughs> yeah, sitting in that crowd, though, you'd think the Dodgers were in last place with some of the stuff I heard between the two games. Right. And, like, Kenley has saved, like, what, 20-something games this year. I think it's honestly, you know, it's a big rivalry. A lot of people come out to the games that probably don't watch the games from start to finish every single night and just kind of follow along. So when they see something like that, they boo. But Kenley has been solid this year. So it was so frustrating. And it was even more frustrating to get home and see on social media and on Reddit the clips of the crowd booing. It made yeah. us a laughing stock. Wow. Appreciate it, Rick. Thanks. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate what he said. Because it is. You, you think about it, and we talked about this, Fred, and I don't have the, the, the exact numbers, but Kenley has had a really good year. It's, it, you can argue that he should have been an all-star, right? And he's and we talked about it often that he's kind of regained his form. And so a couple bad outings, I think people revert back to some of the playoff losses and go, oh, that's back to the same old Kenley. But you still got to look at it as the Dodgers are still – Second best record in baseball. No question about it. You, you just have to have that perspective. Eric in Ontario, go ahead. Hey, first time, long time, first of all. Uh, you know, look, as a Dodger fan, it's understandable and it's expected for fans to get uh, disappointed and frustrated at times. Uh, but again, as you guys mentioned before, you, know, you got to put it into perspective. Aside from the beginning of the season when Canley struggled, um, he's since then kind of been motivated and he's been showing it. He's been, he's been solid all year. So, um, frustration by Dodger fans. Absolutely. But booing in this case, nah, no way. Yeah. You know, still a lot of season left. You know, it's all about getting hot at the right time. I agree with you. I agree with you. And I know Rodney does as well. Appreciate you listening, Eric. Thanks for calling. You want to do one more Rodney? One more. Uh, let's see. Let's go Frank and Culver city. Go ahead, Frank. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for the taking the call. Um, for the record, I don't agree with the booing of our guys. Uh, for the record, I didn't want Jansen to take the ball tonight. I thought that uh, Trinan should have held on, you know, because it's not an odd thing to have a six-out save. Now, um, I think, I believe that Dodger fans were not booing um, Kenley. They were booing Dave Robots, uh, not pulling Kenley right after that home run. Or actually, not even let's say not even pulling him. Let's just say... There was nobody warming up in the bullpen after the two-run dinger. Um, Dave Robots has been booed before after, I believe it was after the Rich Hill near um, no-hitter a couple years ago. And I, I was at the game against the Nationals in the playoffs. Um, Dave Robots was booed Dave after um, deciding to put Kershaw uh, uh, in too long. Now, just for the record, Dave Roberts and the Blue Crew have the second-best uh, record in the, in the major leagues. I don't know how they're doing it with smoke and mirrors. Um, too many injuries. You know, we hope oh. they make it to the postseason um, healthy eventually, but uh, we do need another another arm in the bullpen and, and a bat. Now, Frank, um, thanks for the uh, call. Thanks for the call, Frank. Does Dave get any credit for holding the team together with all the injuries? I mean, I just listened to what he had to say. He's I mean, going, well, we've got all these injuries. They're playing basically above their, their grade right now because all these guys are hurt. But Dave Robots is the problem. Yeah. Who's managing the team with all of these injuries? It's Dave Roberts. Right. Who's got them where they're at? It's Dave Roberts. Everybody acknowledges 
They're having a terrible time with injuries. Their pitching staff is savage. That's devastated. Before the season, they had the best pitching rotation in baseball. You thought they couldn't. There are too many arms. They're just too many. It was the strength of the team. We don't know what to do. We've got right. two. We've got an abundance of of riches here. Now they don't have enough, and they're still where they're at. And you're blaming Dave Roberts. What? Why are you blaming Dave Roberts? For what? You want to blame Dave Roberts? They're 22 games under 500. Then I think I'd point a finger at Dave Roberts. Yes. Yes. You want to blame Dave Roberts? The clubhouse is imploding. I think I'd blame yeah. Dave Roberts. Right. They're right where they're at. Against all odds, I don't think you blame Dave Roberts. I actually think you congratulate Dave Roberts. The big stuff. Oh, I love this, Ronnie. Who do you think you are? Adam brings me way back to where before you were born. You're never gonna get my love. Today's afternoon delight is Mr. Big Stuff by Gene Knight off the album Mr. Big Stuff. It came back, came out back in 1971. The song went double platinum and spent five weeks at number one on the Billboard Soul Singles Chart and peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart. Knight performed the song on Soul Train on December 11, 1971 during its first season. Yeah. Today, Throwback Thursday, Afternoon Delight is Mr. Big Stuff by G. Knight. Well, you are Mr. Big Stuff. Yes, sir. Always have been. Adam, did you have something you wanted to say about my Cody Bellinger theory? Well, actually, it was our boss, Don Martin. He walked in here. He was so impressed by your take about Cody Bellinger. <laughs> trading a 26-year-old who had five home runs for them in the playoffs on their way to their first World Series win since 88 uh, last year. He <laughs> actually wants to sell high. On you, Fred. <laughs> Accident. Oh, oh Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, accident's right. Wrong button. Did you realize he had four, five home runs during their World Series run in the playoffs last year, Fred? I commend him. But he didn't hit. Yeah, he, didn't hit he didn't hit last year either. I commend him. Remember the catch he had against San Diego? We talked about his defense. Uh, he was pivotal. We but talked he didn't about hit. his defense. He didn't hit. Only five run home runs in the, in the playoff run. You know what? Let's get to the playoffs, and then we'll see if he hits five home runs. Because right now he's not hitting. <laughs> but you said he didn't hit last year either. Uh, he really didn't. He had five home runs in a play. Fine. What did you do in the regular season? What's he? I mean... Sell high. Make your uh, what, Adam is, is still the, doing. Is it? it about the regular season or is it about the playoffs? It's about the playoffs. Okay, then you got to get there. there. Got to get there. Are they going to get there? Hope. Yeah, they'll get there. <laughs> I'm just so. Why, why is that theory Hope. so absurd? Well, the way you're making it sound like is if you wouldn't be selling high. He's been so bad the last two years, which is incorrect. We hit five home runs in the playoffs. There, sell oh, high. And where'd you get that info? <laughs> I said oh, sell wow. high, and you you wow. agreed. What are you talking about? I said I understand where you're coming from. I didn't. I said, and I also said I wouldn't do it. Right. No, I take that as an agreement. <laughs> Anytime you understand something that I'm saying, I think you agree with me. I understand where you're coming from. Once I was a dumbass too. Ah! So. <laughs>